Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It's Sunday, January 2nd, 2022. Happy New Year, Crash. Happy New Year. How was your New Year's? Uh, it was good. Yeah. It got a little R&R &R and, yeah. you know, feeling the good vibes after week 16. We really crushed it in NFL. Uh, you think we can keep that rolling? Yeah, I do. I, I really like this slate and I think we're going to keep it rolling today. So, yeah, week 16 was uh, takedown time. Some big wins on FanDuel and Yahoo especially. And we're going to do the same thing today. Get ready for FanDuel, Yahoo, DraftKings. We're going Sunday morning here to give you the latest look, updated news. We're going to go position by position as we always do. So let's kick it off with some quarterbacks here and get right to it, Crash. Who are you liking as a payup option? Yeah, for my first option, I'm looking at Josh Allen. Um, he's 8,000 on DraftKings. You know, Atlanta's allowed the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. Pro Football Focus has him as their highest projected quarterback this week. Um, he had 34 DraftKings points last week against one of the best defenses in the league in New England with 314 passing yards and three touchdowns. And also um, the one of the starting cornerbacks, Fabian Moreau for Atlanta, is listed as doubtful. So that's going to hurt Atlanta's secondary even more. So there is some weather issues possibly. Um, could be snowing today actually in Buffalo. Uh, but even if it does, I still like the rushing potential. We've seen Josh Allen have some pretty nice games on the ground too. So I just I just like Allen as the overall top play this week. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on the weather here in the last few hours before kickoff. For a payup option for me, I'm looking at Matthew Stafford. He's got that juicy matchup against Baltimore that Joe Burrow just lit up last week. He was the key to our GPP lineups, mm -hmm. uh, the, the Burrow stacks. And Stafford – Coming off a down game, but with that awesome matchup, pass funnel defense, uh, secondary's banged up. I expect him to bounce back. And I like the $7,100 price tag on DraftKings. Mm -hmm. uh, not ultra expensive for a guy who's got a great ceiling in an awesome right. matchup. Yeah, definitely like Stafford. All right. If we're going to save a little bit, where are you looking? Um, you could look at Jalen Hurts. He's 500 cheaper than Stafford. He's 6,600 on DraftKings. Um, Washington, you know, they're the only team that's allowed more fantasy points to quarterbacks than Baltimore this year. So um, a couple weeks ago, Hurts was up against Washington. He threw for just under 300 yards and three touchdowns, also scored two touchdowns on the ground, had just under 30 DraftKings points. Um, Pro Football Focus has him projected as their fourth highest scoring quarterback this week. And uh, at only 6,600, I feel like that's a really good price uh, for a top quarterback play. I like Hertz as well. Definitely a, a solid spot for him. Uh, Philly ultra motivated to win. I am looking at one other guy I want to mention here today, Trey Lance. Ultra cheap, 4,800 mm -hmm. on DraftKings. Got the good matchup against Houston. And San Fran, the big favorites here, 12 and a half points. Lower total here, 43 and a half. Uh, but when Lance started back in week five, he passed for almost 200 yards and ran for 89, mm. giving folks who invested in him uh, fifth, over 15 DraftKings points. So if he can do that again and just get in the end zone, yeah, then we're looking at a nice return. Um, and, you know, the, the one hesitation for me here is that Houston has actually been pretty good against running quarterbacks. Josh Allen had the best day against them in terms of rushing yardage 
He carried it six times for 41 yards, but Kyler Murray mm-hmm. carried it six times for only 10. Wow. So there, there hasn't been a rushing quarterback who's done really well against them. But, uh, you know, I, I do think he'll carry it more than those other guys. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a real strong chance he'll he'll pay off that price tag. Yeah. I mean, and he's what, 4,600, you said? Yeah, 4,800. Or, or 4,800. Yeah. So if, if, like you said, if he does what he did last time, then we'll, we'll be fine. Um, yep. with value. All right. Excellent. Let's turn to some running backs here. There's a payup guy who I think is going to be pretty popular. Yeah. Yeah. I think Jonathan Taylor should be the highest owned running back for good reason. Um, he is 10,000. So he's a hefty price to pay, but the Raiders have allowed the third most fantasy points to running backs this season. And I mean, it's just Jonathan Taylor every week. You can count on him pretty much being the top running back. Um, Pro Football Focus agrees this week with their projections that he's the highest scoring running back. And um, before last week, he had scored a touchdown in 11 straight games, and he didn't get in the end zone last week. So I think he'll make up for that. I think he'll probably get in there two or three times this week. So, Yeah, and I like the heavy carry volume. Last three, 32, 29, and 27. I also like that Wentz hasn't been practicing. So, you know, the game plan has to have been centered around Taylor Mm -hmm. all week. For sure. I'm going to look, in addition to Taylor, at, in the mid-tier here for a couple options. I'm starting with Ronald Jones, 6,300 on DraftKings. Got that great matchup against the Jets. Bucks are huge favorites here. Should be playing with the lead. Without Fournette, last week he had 20 carries. Also caught two balls. And I just think that the one constant is that he's going to get opportunities here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're going to look at the wide receivers, of course, but I like him as the lead back there in a, in a great matchup. Yeah. Yeah. The jets have allowed the most fantasy points to running back. So definitely a strong matchup. Numero uno. Yep. So uh, for me, for my pay down option, I'm looking at Elijah Mitchell. He's 6,000 on DraftKings. Houston's allowed the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. He was really starting to kind of break out before he had that knee injury. And I think with Jimmy Garoppolo out, the 49ers will rely pretty heavily on him. Um, so he's he's going to be a top uh, pay down option for me this week. All right. And one more for me in the mid-tier is David Montgomery. And he's got the Giants. This is another top 10 matchup for fantasy running backs. Weather in Chicago, cold, windy. They've mm-hmm. had some snow. And it's not been a good season for the Bears. Nagy's pride is, you know, at stake. Uh, I, I think he goes down fighting here, you know, rushing rushing it in these conditions, handing it to Montgomery. Last week he got over 20 carries. He also caught seven balls against Seattle. So he wasn't that efficient, but uh, the volume is great in a good matchup. So Montgomery on the list for me. Yeah, and he's played in 11 games this year, and two of his top four games were when Andy Dalton started. So that's something to keep in mind. Love it. Good stat. All right, let's transition to wide receivers here. And let I'll start off on the pay-up guy here that everybody's talking about, and then you can give your take. Cooper Cup, he's on, he's on my radar. He's expensive, 9,500 on DraftKings. Uh, but he's got that juicy matchup here against Baltimore and all the receivers for Cincinnati last week had strong games. You know, you could beat Baltimore all over the field with that depleted secondary. So, you know, again, 
Baltimore is so strong against the run that the Rams are going to be passing it a bunch. And, uh, you know, Cup is has been really, really consistent and reliable all season. So mm-hmm. I'm willing to invest in him. But I do want to hear your thoughts on Mr. Cup. Yeah, well, my thoughts are, you know, as a Packers fan, I saw what they did with Devontae Adams, and they double and triple teamed him basically the whole game. They called it 17 Bulldog. They created their own formation to stop him. And I think they're going to, you know, use something like that today with Cooper Cup. Um, We went away from from that line of thinking last week with Jamar Chase, and they even said, uh, uh, what's his name, Wink Martindale, even came out and said that he didn't think that Chase was that kind of wide receiver. But I know that Cooper Cup is, and he's going to draw that that kind of attention. So my my, uh, take today, and and it's pretty bold, but I'm going to be fading Cooper Cup. Excellent. I like it. All right. Um, well, with your extra savings, who are you looking at at the wide receiver position? Um, Jalen Waddle is 6,700 over on DraftKings. He's seen double-digit targets in his last three games going up against the Titans defense that allowed the second most fantasy points to wide receivers. Um, he was really impressive last week against the Saints with 10 receptions for 92 yards on 12 targets for 25 DraftKings points. And then the week before that, um, Debo Samuel had nine catches for 159 yards against Tennessee. So I think that, you know, it's a good matchup for Waddle. He's seen a lot of targets and it's definitely somebody that I'm, I'm going to be targeting heavily this week. Yeah. Three straight games with at least 10 targets and Miami squarely in the playoff picture here in the seven spot in the standings. So uh, they're going to feed him and uh, try to keep that winning momentum going. Uh I've got one value play I want to mention here. Uh, speaking of that Miami-New Orleans matchup, it's Marquez Callaway. Hmm. And New Orleans is actually still alive at 7-8. and eight. They've got Carolina. And we've got Taysom Hill back in the lineup, which I certainly like for Callaway's yeah. prospects. Uh, you know, the Ian Book situation was not very pretty. We also have Gilmore out for Carolina. They've been very strong against the pass, but that's a that's a key absence. We also have Traquan Smith out for New Orleans, so even more targets available for Callaway as the trusted number one. And the last time Callaway played with Taysom Hill, he caught six for 112 and great price. So Callaway is my cheaper option that uh, you know, I don't think will be ultra popular. Yeah, probably not going up against the Carolina secondary. So, All right, anything else for you? Another receiver yeah, for us to consider. So as I mentioned, I'm going to be fading Cooper Cup. So I'm going to be looking to the other two, uh, Odell Beckham and Van Jefferson, 5,700 for Beckham, 5,300 on DraftKings. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, I think the Ravens secondary is going to be focused on Cooper Cup, which will open up opportunities for both Beckham and Jefferson. Last week we saw T Higgins go off. Um, he had 12 catches for 194 yards and two touchdowns. Tyler Boyd had three catches for 85 yards and a touchdown. And the week before that, Marcos Valdez-Scantling had five catches for 98 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so those two and three wide receivers are definitely getting a lot of targets and opportunities with the Ravens defense focusing on the wide receiver one. So I think that Beckham and Jefferson are going to be nice plays in tournaments today. Excellent. Well, before we uh, turn to tight ends, I uh, just want to invite folks, jump in with us this morning. If you want the finalized lineups, we'll have the DraftKings coaches clip for, clipboard for you. Then our full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo, cash lineups and GPP. 
to get you ready for your different contests. You can sign up at dfscoachtalk.com. We'll send you an email, get you into our Discord. Uh, just get in there before noon, and we'll give the lineups out at uh, a little bit after noon today. Eastern time, that is. Yeah. All right, Crash, let's turn to some tight ends. Where are you looking there? Yeah, so George Kittle, um, 7,100 on DraftKings. Uh, against Tennessee, he only saw three targets, and he was kind of taken out of the game plan. But this week he's going up against Houston. They've allowed the eighth most fantasy points to tight ends. Um, Kittle has only one start this year with Trey Lance at quarterback, but he was targeted 10 times in that game. So I think that he'll see a heavy target share again today as we will, you know, tend to see young quarterbacks rely on a tight end as reliable as Kittle. So I hear you. Well said. Uh, I'm looking at Goddard here as a mid tier option, 5,100 against Washington. Uh, when they played a couple weeks back, he caught seven balls for 135. Nine targets, you know, Hertz favorite target of late and didn't have a huge week last week, but did it did have a touchdown called back with a penalty. So if you want to save a little bit uh, and not spend up on a on a top tier option like Kittle, then you can go with Goddard this week. Yeah. Yeah. Goddard had a nice game against the uh, the Washington a couple weeks ago and uh, definitely expect him to have another game. Nice game today. Um so for me, for a pay down option, I'm looking at Hunter Henry. He's 4,200 over on DraftKings, kind of similar to George Kittle. He was taken out of the game plan last week. Uh, Buffalo held him to one reception for nine yards, but he was targeted six times. So he's still seeing a pretty decent target share the week before that. He had his best game of the year, actually, with uh, six catches for 77 yards on two touchdowns uh, on eight targets for 25.7 DraftKings points. So um we saw a nice chemistry with Mac Jones and Hunter Henry earlier this season. And I think that they'll kind of get back to that uh, this week against Jacksonville, who's kind of been average against tight ends. Yeah, they do have excellent chemistry. Uh, my pay down option here to consider is Higby. And he's in that great passing matchup against Baltimore, a number six matchup for tight ends this year in fantasy points. And he hasn't been, you know, blowing it out lately, but he does have, two straight games with six targets and two straight games with five catches. Mm. So even if he doesn't score, I think he can be solid uh, with a lot of volume here. But if he gets in the end zone, then we're really talking. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right. Uh, anything else here before we transition to the defensive side of the ball? Um, I think that's about it for me. I just had Kittle and Henry. So, All right. Excellent. Well, how are we going to round out the lineup here in terms of our defenses? Yeah, so I'm going to be looking at, as a pay-up option, you could look at the Bucks. Um, they're the most expensive at 4,300 on DraftKings. They have, uh, their defense has scored double-digit fantasy points in their last three road games, which is kind of interesting because earlier in the year, they were getting all their fantasy points at home. Um, but they've scored 16, 11, and 12 DraftKings points in their last three road games against Indianapolis, Atlanta, and Carolina. Um, the Jets have scored the sixth fewest points per game at 18.4, so it's a very favorable matchup, and I expect the Bucks defense to once again have a solid day. I sure do as well. Not expecting much from that Jets offense. Uh, I'm looking at the Patriots as another pay-up option against the Jags. Huge favorites here with a total mm -hmm. of only 41.5, and, and the Jags have their top two running backs and their top two tight ends out. Uh, Patriots have Judon in the lineup. Uh, and I think 
offensively, the Patriots are going to really be run heavy. Uh, they're going to control the clock. Jags aren't going to have the ball much, and when they do, I don't think they're going to have much success. So I like the Patriots this week. Yeah, definitely like the Patriots as well. Um, Jacksonville has the worst offense in the NFL at 14.5 points per game. So lots of like there with the Patriots defense. Uh, for me, for a pay down option, I'm looking at Buffalo. Um, they've allowed the fourth fewest points per game at 17.7 at home this year. And like I mentioned earlier, the weather is going to be favorable for their defense. So definitely looking at Buffalo. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that uh, weather plays out. I'm looking at uh, the Bears as a pay down option. And, you know, you don't normally go with a five and 10 team uh, on, on your defensive option, but they've got the Giants four and 11. Mm-hmm. Total here is only 36 and a half. Wow. And Bears favored by six. So very low implied total for the Giants. We know that Glennon and Fromm are the leaders out there uh, who have been struggling. Uh, they've got some key position players still out with Tony and Ross. Uh, Bears have Akeem Hicks in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And again, cold and windy. They just don't see the Giants, uh, you know, moving it up and down the field very well. So the Bears uh, could give you an option there to save a little bit of money. Yeah. All right, great. Well, that is our rundown, position by position, get you ready for week 17. And, Josh, we got to go finalize these, finalize these lineups for the members. Right. Uh, yeah, we're, we're pushing the clock here a little bit, but we'll yep. get it done. Yep, so good work. Let's keep it rolling here with great momentum. Any questions, reach out to us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. Appreciate all your support, and keep tuning in to all these podcasts. Hit that thumbs up if you don't mind on the way out. And uh, that'll do it. Good luck with your lineups today. On behalf of Josh Crash Davis and the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Andrew Hansen. We'll see you next time as we look to crush it in DFS.